Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we talk about the side of foreplay that often gets ignored, what men need. And as we talk about foreplay, I want you to think about this quote attributed to Anonymous that says, don't rush through foreplay, play with each other until you can't take it anymore. And can I put a little side note on that? Just just for, for the husbands out there, when you get to that place where you can't take it anymore and you penetrate, there's penetration and you have quick ejaculation, it's all good. It's all good because you are so heightened up. The likelihood you're going to be able to hold back. Hey, and if you are, good for you. But I'm just telling you from a guy who's been there, it's okay. She's had a good time. Your wife's enjoyed it. You enjoy it as well. There you go. Well, (laughs) we start each and every one extraordinary marriage show with a hug. And this week's hug is sponsored by HelloFresh. And HelloFresh takes preparing a meal to a whole new level. And we can't wait to share more about them later in the show. Now, some of you may be saying, Alisa, I don't know what a hug is. What what are you talking about? And that means that you're a brand new listener. And so we want to welcome you and say, we're so happy to have you here Mm -hmm. listening to the show. Yes. A hug is an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the one family, someone whose marriage has experienced change or they've had breakthrough. And this week's hug comes from an email that we received from a Daily Steps listener. Now, if you're not familiar with Daily Steps, this is our daily show where we answer your questions in short five to 10 minute segments. Mm-hmm. Now, she goes on to say, thank you so much for answering my question. Funny enough, I had a hunch what your answer would be. I love the advice of addressing the objections before they can even be asked. This situation sparks several conversations about the future of our family and what that looks like. We've still decided to move down the path where my husband will stay at home with our boys. And having reached that decision feels like a weight has been lifted. Mm. Although we still haven't shared the decision with extended family yet. Thank you for all that you do. You have blessed so many marriages in ways beyond comprehension. And for those of you that are curious where you can find Daily Steps, you can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. So if that's on iTunes or Stitchers or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. Now, as we said at the top of the show, we're talking about what men need in foreplay and it's really interesting because, you know, after podcasting for about eight and a half years now, we've talked a lot about foreplay. In different ways, yes. We've done specific shows on them, but many of the times when we do talk about sexual intimacy, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. And virtually all of the shows where we've discussed foreplay have been about its importance for women. Mm-hmm. Right. And in that dynamic, and we've defined foreplay, and I'm just going to throw the definition in here again, because um, for those of you that are brand new, you know that I, or you don't know, I like making sure we're all playing with the same definition. And for those of you that have been around, it's just a good reminder of what we're talking about. So foreplay is a set of emotionally and physically intimate acts between two or more people meant to create sexual arousal and desire for sexual activity. 
Yep. That's bolts. That's what we're talking about. And that's, um, that was a Google search for the definition in case anybody's like, where'd you get that from? And we've even shared the one-liners. There are a lot of funny one-liners, um, out there about foreplay. Mm-hmm. And I just like to share a couple of these with you because, you know, humor is always a good thing, but it said, one of them says, why don't you go down a water slide that isn't wet? And then maybe you'll understand why foreplay is so important. And another one is women are like iPhones. You have to touch them all over to get them to respond. Men are like blackberries. And for those of you who don't remember blackberries, go look it up. (laughs) Rub one ball and everything moves. That one just makes me laugh. Partly because you had to give the the explanation of go look what a blackberry is. Yeah. But, you know, the other stat that we've shared a lot of times around foreplay is that, you know, somewhere in the vicinity of 70 to 75% of women achieve their orgasm through clitoral stimulation. Which means that this is not vaginal. This is actually through rubbing, massaging, a vibrating on the clit- clitoris. So foreplay mm-hmm. by and large, but we would define as foreplay. And, you know, we've talked all about these different aspects of foreplay and we've encouraged you, right? We, we were like, you know, don't be afraid to spend time in foreplay, spend time in fuller play. Here are different ways to engage in foreplay. And we've done all of this. And yet it, it came to our attention as we were preparing for the show that there is a huge aspect of foreplay that we have neglected for the last eight and a half years. And that's the whole aspect of what does foreplay look like for men? Right. And what, what does a man need? Yeah. And I'm actually going to, I'm going to say it out loud. What does a man need during foreplay? Right. Because I started doing research for the show. We knew we were going to do a show about foreplay and we just weren't sure exactly what that was going to look like. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking, well, you know what, how much time, you, you know, this is kind of my brain process here, guys. So just jump into Elisa's brain for a second. How much time does a couple spend on foreplay? Because I know for us, it's, it's a longer period of time. Hasn't always been. Mm-hmm. Like, let me be really clear. There was a, a long, long season in our marriage where foreplay was probably um, 2.2 minutes, maybe. Right now, we're, you know, statistics have it somewhere between five and 20 minutes, depending on who you're talking to. And I started going, well, what, what's going on with this? And I came across this article that really prompted this show because there was an article on WebMD um, that, that was entitled Sexual Foreplay, What's in It for Men? And this line jumped out at me, but why the fear of sexual foreplay for men? And and goes on to say, most men are hung up on the fear of losing their erection, says Epstein. It dominates their mind during the act of sex. They're really preoccupied with themselves or they are in some kind of dance with themselves. And so I read that and I'm like, fear of losing an erection, Uh fear of foreplay. And you know, my fingers, a good thing Tony's on speed dial because I immediately called and I'm like, Hey, hey, is this is this like a real thing? And it prompted what was an incredibly eye-opening conversation. Yeah, and it was interesting because Elisa brought this to my attention. And at first I, I sort of stepped back and I was like, hmm, I can't, I can't really resonate with that or it doesn't resonate. And then I would say 30 seconds after that, it hit me. It all came out. It all came out because I've been in this situation more times than I thought, really. And I've just pushed it aside because it's usually after sex where I've like, I've had the orgasm, I'm good, and I'm moving on. And yet, when Elisa brought this up to me, there was a time, and it, honestly, this was probably like a week or two ago, 
where this was the case. And here's what, here was the situation. We were in foreplay, uh, oral sex being performed on Elisa. And it was in this moment that having gone, gone to this, this place, erect, doing well. But as I was performing oral sex, I began to lose that erection. And exactly what Epstein was saying here, there was this, that I was getting hung up on that fear of losing the erection. And so in that time period, I had begun to prompt Elisa to, you know, give me some feedback, honey. Like, I need to hear you. We've talked about moaning out loud, giving verbal cues of your, your pleasure. And I, and I remember in that moment telling her, like, Elisa, not telling her in so many <laughs> words. Say, can you can you be a little bit more descriptive yeah. on what you said? No, no, no. The way, or the I guess your tone of voice, the way yeah, you yeah, said my, it. My, my, my tone of voice was more like, hey, are you enjoying this? And, and I'm just, well, no. no. Elisa, talk to me. Yeah, talk to me. Yeah, that, that was it. <laughs> You're right. But I didn't say it like sharp or anything, but I was just like, talk to me. You're right. Talk to me. Yeah, this is true. Perception is reality. And it was interesting because it was in that moment that this is truly has happened to me multiple of times because, and then we got into this whole conversation about, you know, you're in your space and I'm in my space Mm -hmm. and we're both trying to come together to a place where we're both satisfying one another. Let's put it this way. I actually said in the middle of this conversation, because Tony and I had talked about I probably talked about 20, 25 minutes mm-hmm. around this topic. I actually said to him at one point in time, I said, I wish I had recorded our phone conversation because we could have just played that as the podcast this week. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it was this give and take all of a sudden I, you know, I asked this question thinking, surely there's no fear of losing an erection in our marriage, you know, completely oblivious, completely oblivious to what his needs have been because I've bought into this societal idea that foreplay is really by and large for the woman, right? You know, like women are like crock pots and they're like microwaves, right? You need to warm her up. You need to prime her up. And, and that was my, that was my view, I guess, my perception of what foreplay is about. It's all about getting me worked up, right? It's, and it's true when Tony's like, you know, when I say these things to you, like, like, come on, talk to me. You know, like I need your engagement. I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to be engaged. That's why I'm not talking to you. Like I'm trying to stay in my own head. And so we had this place where, you know, we're, we're in this conversation and we're trying to figure out like, what do we need to do? What do I need to do as the wife? Like, like all of a sudden we get into this place where it's like, what do I need to do as a wife to shift what foreplay looks like? Mm hmm. In our marriage, that it's not just, you know, a little bit of an eye opener, wives, for you listening out there. Foreplay is not just about you. And this is and this is a big concern, I think, for many of us guys, is that that hey, and, and I'm gonna just share with you wives, sometimes maybe what your husband can't share with you, but things will come through our mind, you in particular, the the thought of being with you sexually in that time frame, we can get an erection. And it can go away just as fast as it came. And so when we're in that moment of foreplay in the bedroom, that's, that's happening as well. That thought process can happen. And so just like you, where you have things going on in your own lives, we do too. Mm-hmm. And so the ability for us to have mutual foreplay, be it verbal, 
you know, that emotional part of it can happen beforehand. But even during we've taught, we've had a show called moan out loud. Yeah. You know, um, let's get a link to that in here so you guys can listen to that one. But that the physical touch helps drastically and dramatically. I mean, I know there are times for myself when Elisa is not touching. And again, I can have that moment of boom, ready to go to like, oh my gosh, she's getting stimulated. I'm stimulating her to, am I going to be erect when she's ready to go to have intercourse? Because right now I'm like half, like semi hard. Mm -hmm. And that's, and that's a tough place for us men to be because we want to satisfy you and we want to be satisfied as well. Well, I, you know, I think it's, even as we're talking about this again, you know, we had the conversation earlier um, in the week preparing for the show and, you know, it's this idea that foreplay is not just a one-sided action, Mm -hmm. right? Foreplay is not just about her receiving. It's about the two of you. You know, if you go back to, to that definition, you're both creating sexual arousal and the desire for sexual activity, right? It's not a, like, this is just a way to prime the pump for her. It's how do we both get to that point where we're so excited that the, the next step is sexual intercourse, vaginal penetration, wh- however you, the two of you define it, right? I, I, like, guys, I have been married to Tony almost 22 years and, and we're having this aha moment, right? So I, I want to encourage you that this is one of those areas, one that you can, you know, you can have your own aha. And my prayer is that you have it before 22 years so that you just like jumpstart your marriage even further than ours. Because when I said to Tony, you know, I actually said to him, I'm like, Hey, I'm not trying to justify my actions here and I'm not trying to defend. I honestly didn't know Mm -hmm. that you needed, that you needed that in order to maintain your erection. I didn't know that there was this, this potential for doubt or fear in your mind of what's going to happen. Like, am I going to be able to maintain this? Right. And guys, if that, if you're experiencing that husbands, I'm speaking to you specifically, this may be the show to play for your wife and say, sometimes this happens to me, right? Cause it's not, a, it's not a slam on either one of you. It's just to say, Hey, we got to have a strategy. We're learning. This. We're learning. We're constantly learning. We're constantly growing. And so in this area where society does tell us, again, Elisa said it, society tells us so often the foreplay is all about the woman. Mm-hmm. The foreplay is all about making sure that she's ready. Well, there's that part for us guys, that foreplay helps us too. It gets us in the mood. It, it, it really creates that environment where we connect with our spouse. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, that's why at the top of the show, I said, if you get to that heightened level where, where you're about to explode and you do, as soon as you penetrate, it's okay. Because I've been there many, many a times. And you know why I'd say that it's okay? Because you guys together have created such an environment that has allowed you to enjoy the time together. The orgasm is, is the cherry on top. In all honesty, man, because the, the, the foreplay, the engagement together, the, the touches, the emotional connection, man, that's, that's the big piece of it. That's, that's where we really connect with one another. 
So you're probably wondering now, what can we do to make foreplay that time where we both create the sexual arousal and that desire for sexual activity? And I'm so glad you asked because we want to share these ideas with you. But before we do, we want to introduce you to this week's sponsor. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers your favorite step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. All the ingredients come pre-measured in handy labeled meal kits so you know which ingredients go with which recipe. And the recipes are outlined on pictured, this is so key for me, I love seeing the pictures, pictured step-by-step instruction cards. HelloFresh offers a wide variety of chef-curated recipes that change weekly with three plans to choose from, classic, veggie, and family. The best part, you won't spend all night in the kitchen because the recipes take only about 30 minutes. And here's what we love about being a HelloFresh subscriber. It cuts down on my grocery shopping time and meal planning time mm-hmm. and, and eliminates, here's the big one, it eliminates the what are we having for dinner question. I mean, anybody in my family can like look at the recipe card or look at the the meal kits in the refrigerator, pull one out and say, you know, mom, this is what I want to have for dinner or at least this is what I want to have for dinner. Well, maybe we, we we're still asking what's for dinner, but we just have it already set up and it's in the it's in the fridge. It makes it's much it easier. way easier for everybody. I, I just say go look and go go look and pull pull out a meal kit. And the nice thing too is that when you're a subscriber, you get to choose your delivery day or pause delivery. Like when we're on vacation, we just pause delivery. It's so mm-hmm. easy. And I tell you, when that HelloFresh box shows up on my doorstep, it's all smiles because less time spent thinking about groceries means more time for Tony and the family. So for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com slash OEM30 and enter OEM30. That's right. For $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com slash OEM30 and enter OEM30. So what do you do? right? To create this atmosphere where foreplay is for the two of you. You've got to remember that foreplay is everything before sexual intercourse, right? And and it can start, you know, we've been talking primarily about in that time, right before the two of you are having the act of sex, but it actually starts with how are you romancing one another throughout the day? right? Building that sexual tension. That's Mm -hmm. not just a one-way street. It's not just, you know, the husband saying, you know, babe, I'm thinking about you. It's her saying, hey, can't wait to get naked with you later today, right? Or I'm looking forward to our time together. Whatever it is, it's a two-way street. And that is that is probably like if I could impress one thing on you from this show, it's remembering the fact that foreplay is a two-player activity. Mm-hmm. It's not a solo player. It's not you know an individual player. It is a two-player activity. And it needs both of you to make it work. Right. And here's the thing. You need to find out what works for each of you. The ladies, this may be the first time that you've ever asked your husband, what do you need in foreplay? And listen to him. Right. And husbands, it's time to tell your wives what you need during foreplay. Do you need her to touch you? Do you need her to moan out loud? Do you need her to, you know, rub your arms or fingernails up your back or, or whatever it is. If you don't tell her, like, let me, let me just clear this all up. If you don't tell her, she won't know. Goes the other way too. Ladies, I, I've told you numerous times. If you don't tell him what works for you during foreplay, he doesn't know. It goes both ways. So I know some of you are, are going, Oh gosh, this is so difficult. Like to talk about sex brings sweat just 
all over me and, and get it. Elise and I didn't just get to this point, you know, overnight. It, it's been a process for us. And the, the key is be willing to discuss mm-hmm. and talk about it. You know, get to the point where you can at least verbally say something to your spouse about the sexual foreplay. Mm-hmm. Because it does make a difference. And some of you, you, you're, you're so in your head because you've been told that sex is bad, that you've been told to touching your husband or a boy, it wasn't even your husband, but it was, you know, touching a boy is, is gross and nasty as you were growing up from maybe a parent, maybe a loved one, an adult you, you looked up to, but now you're an adult, you're an adult, you're married. So whatever stuff is going on in your head and it's stopping you from having the, the marriage that you desire, then it might be time for you to check out coaching. And if you want to check out coaching with Elisa, you can go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching. There may be even deeper hurts. There may have been sexual abuse at one time from somebody that you trusted and it's, it's holding you back. It, it may be time to go find a counselor or a therapist. Go find that help because we see it so often. And we get emails so often from folks saying, well, I can't do this. And then it goes on to this and this and this happened in my life. Don't stay there any longer. Mm. Go get the help because the person you married, and I'm going to just, I'm going to assume this. They want the best for you. They desire you. They married you for some reason because they saw something in you that they didn't see in anybody else. Mm -hmm. But you sitting back and sticking in your head and not willing to talk about the sexual desires he has and you have and she has and he has, you got to, you got to get over that. Mm -hmm. And, And that's a process. Right. Being able to talk about sex, being able to talk about what you desire, being able to talk about foreplay, being able to talk about all these different components by and large for most people doesn't happen just overnight. Right. It's not like Tony said, you flip the switch, you get married and all of a sudden you're supposed to be like, oh, we can talk about sex all the time. And and it's no big deal. It's it's starting with baby steps. Mm hmm. Right. You know, it's having the conversations outside of your bedroom, because let me tell you something, folks, your bedroom has a whole lot of sexual energy and emotions tied up around that act. And here's just a a quick storyline for us in foreplay. Had no clue what it was. First off, no idea what what it was at the beginning of our marriage. Correct. And then started moving into it, but not really even understanding it. So then like possibly using some lubes. I do remember using a, a little finger vibrator mm-hmm. that we have and we, they still sell it. Um, but we have it on our Amazon shop so you can check that out. Um, we went from that to just beginning to discuss more touches, going into the emotional intimacy, understanding that connection to then moving into, okay, wow, clitoral stimulation is actually real. And we need to address this. Elisa learning more about her body, then teaching me about her body to getting into to oral sex, which we realized was like, for us, that's like the holy grail when it comes to foreplay. Now, I say that pretty quickly, but each one of those steps is like, has been years. We're going on 22 years, guys. Like, as Tony was describing that, 
one, I'm just cringing because I can, I can remember back in the very, very early days when foreplay was like, it was like the desert, right? There was nothing happening there. It was, and we dry. lived in the desert. We lived in the desert, which may have actually <laughs> contributed to it, but, but it was this place, right? And, and so as he's describing it, I can see literally, you know, if you think of like a, an upward trajectory, right? That's what our marriage has looked like when it's come to developing skills around this idea of foreplay. And I share that because like I said earlier, it's been almost 22 years, right? And, and so we didn't just, I mean, I had all kinds of messaging in my head, uh, you know, I touching Tony sexually was kind of like, Oh, you really, you want me to do what, 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 what? And you're know, getting to that point where I'm like, wait a minute, this is God's gift to me. He has got, and vice versa. So, you know, why wouldn't I open that gift and explore it and, and learn how it works and, and, you know, just make the most of it. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't mm-hmm. I take the time? You know, the conversation that we had this past week that prompted this show, you guys, this is a conversation that surprisingly we hadn't had in the last 11 years since we started the 60 days of section. Like, how did we not do that? So the reason I say that is because we talk about sex and sexual intimacy a lot, not just when we're on the air with all of you, but, but in our normal everyday conversations, it just, it, cause it's what we do. And so for us not to have this conversation, it's not a surprise that the two of you have not had the conversation on what he needs when it comes to foreplay. So first I want you just have some grace mm-hmm. for yourselves and for your spouse that this hasn't come up. And then, you know, as you head into, as you head into this week, what is one aspect of foreplay that you want to discuss with your spouse, right? What, what's one thing that you can bring up? Like, don't, don't just, you know, like walk up to the whole buffet and say, you know what? I want everything because if you haven't been doing anything, then everything feels a little overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But is there, is there a touch? Is there a, a mo like Tony brought up, you know, the show moan out loud. Is there a moan? Right. Because again, we want to make sure that they're, they're in that foreplay as well because we we enjoy it. We want to be there as well. And yet we have those same thoughts that are going through our mind about enjoyment, about satisfying our wives. Ladies, let me just share a little something with you. Just this image that literally just popped into my head. We as a society say that women want more foreplay and we want it to last and we want to be stimulated and all this kind of stuff. If that's what you want, stimulate him so that it lasts longer. Mm. Right? Because if we're not participating, foreplay is going to be really short if he's afraid of losing his erection. Right? Because he's going to be like, okay, like before I lose this, like I just, I got to get in and go. But if instead... That's good. Yeah. We get into the process. We get into the experience with our husbands and like, hey, like we're both going to get completely amped up and we're going to be so excited and we're going to like, this is going to be awesome. Then guess what? Your foreplay is going to last longer. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so if you want more, participate in the process because, I, and that's something I've had to come to realize because even though we hadn't had this conversation, there have been times when I'm like, oh, you know, it's getting a little soft over there. And I know that when I participate, it gets hard again, right? There is a cause and effect, wives, cause and effect. Be part of the effect. Mm -hmm. Don't be part of the cause. And guys on your side, being willing to tell your wife, Mm -hmm. what is it that helps you? Again, this goes both ways. And I think 
media has caused us to, to not look at this side of it at all. And so for you guys, think about what does help you to maintain your erection. Mm -hmm. What is it? And it could be the same thing as what your wife is using or what you do with your wife. I mean, in terms of like oils or maybe you like massage or, or whatever, a, a toy or whatever it may be. It could be the same thing. I mean, the sensation oil that Elise and I love, it's both of us enjoy that. And that is a stimulation for us that adds to our foreplay. So it doesn't have to be like you have your own separate like box of things. It could be the same same stuff, but how is it used on you? Mm-hmm. And you may you may have your own things as well. I mean, that's totally cool. But be willing to share that with your wife. Absolutely. This is an area that's not been talked about. It's an area that's been neglected, and it's an area that I'm telling you we start getting engaged in this, it's going to change what happens in your bedroom. It's going to change how the two of you relate to one another for sure. Yeah, it really is you guys. And you know, before we go, we we just want to share with you, the doors are open for our inaugural one conference, which is being held right here, Saturday, September 8th in San Diego. And first and foremost, for all of you in the one family who are coming from all over the country, we're excited to see you. If you're not signed up for the marriage conference, Come, you're going to dig it. So to learn more, and we have a special offer for you podcast listeners, um, to get $30 off early bird registration, go to extraordinarymarriage.com and use promo code podcast 30 at checkout to get $30 off. You can learn everything you need there. Seats are limited, but don't miss it. It's going to be true one style. We're going to be able to hang out with each other, love on each other. And honestly, we are going to send you off with so much that you're going to take it and use it. Just like we talked about here today about sexual intimacy, we're going to be diving into sexual intimacy, your emotional intimacy, your financial intimacy, each of them. And then the best part, you can ask questions and we can really dive in. Guys, go out there, enjoy your foreplay together, find out what really allows you to both, but husbands, mainly you, we really want you to be able to let your wife know what it is that allows you to enjoy that time with your spouse. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.